Hello, and welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. Join us and some very special guests as we dive in together, open our hearts, and get real to discuss what we've been thinking about. All right, well, this is Barry, and we're back, and today we're talking about music, and I brought some of my friends in with me today to uh, talk about music and just the effect that it has on our lives in terms of uh, being healthy, feeling well, and feeling happy. So uh, Jennifer Burnett is here. Hello. I mean, hello. Hi. Uh, we'll Tom, see how, we'll that, see. it was Jennifer's turn to talk. That's, uh, no. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Uh, my friend Tom Lich is here. What's up? And, uh, and uh, another acquaintance of mine, uh, Kent Routenstrauss, is here as well. Guten Tag. So uh, I just thought it would be good if we talked a little bit about music and uh, how we use music in our lives. And uh, much as I... Uh, much as I hate to uh, compliment Kent in his music, you know, I, I use wow. his instrumental uh, CD Reverie a lot of times when I'm trying to write something, you know, and I'll just get in, get in by my computer, light a candle and put Reverie on and it just drops me into that space where I know I'm going to write and, and it helps me. And there's all kinds of music that we use for different things, things from different parts of our past that make us feel joyful or just that kind of stuff that we feel when we're riding down the road. So I just wanted to kind of get you guys' take on it of uh, how um, how music helps you get through life and feel well, feel joyful. We'll start with Jennifer since she's the best looking of the group. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, wow. That's a big question. That's a big question. I'm I a think... big thinker. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, music for me is what drops me in. It uh, drops me into my soul. It drops me into my heart. It drops me into the now moment. Um, when I'm listening to music, but especially when I'm performing music, when I'm singing, um, I can really just, the whole world disappears. You know, it's like the ultimate, for me, it's the ultimate spiritual practice, right? And when I can't find center, music helps me find center. So um, I think that's probably the main piece from a well-being standpoint that music gives me, not to mention the fact that, you know, as a singer, as a musician, you're, you know, you use your entire body yeah. to do that. You know, you, you're using everything from head to toe, every breath, every muscle, every limb, everything is being used and your focus has to be um, in the moment. It can't be thinking about bills that need to be paid or kids that need to be picked up or what's happening for dinner or anything like that. And so I think that that is, um, for me, that, that bringing yourself to, to center, to focus, and everything else just kind of blurs out, and you're just in that moment with that piece of music, with those notes in that time, is the most uh, serene gift we can give ourselves to to come back to who we are. And I think that's the seed in the beginning of being um, healthy. I like that. I like that. And, you know, a lot of times uh, we're playing music. It, it takes us so much out of our head because if we're thinking of other stuff, we're just going to make mistakes. And I remember t being uh, playing a rock and roll band, and sometimes if <laughs> it really felt good, we would be screaming at each other, stop thinking, stop thinking, just the joy of not thinking. You know, mm -hmm. and just of playing because we know what we're doing, mm -hmm. and we just 
we let everything else go. So, uh, yeah, what's your take on that? Jennifer said everything so beautifully. Music is um, something that I use for wellness in my life all the time. I I believe within it is some magical component of health. I was thinking about this as I was driving in for this today, that Mozart says that it's the space between the mu- the words that is the music. And it's also the space between the notes that is the music. And so, uh, especially with when I play meditative music, I go someplace. I even, you all know that, I close my eyes when I'm playing meditation music. And Dr. Lloyd used to say that within me lies an insular Tahiti, <laughs> you know. And that is just an unshakable place of great peace. And I listen to music, too, for various different reasons. I have different playlists for when I want energizing music, need it for um, working on a project, when I have chill music, when I'm typing some document, but I don't need to listen to the music too much, but I want a little atmospheric music and um, and definitely music to relive the the you know the the beat of our the soundtrack of our lives so the rock music that we all grew up listening to yeah absolutely love that yeah but i think about that comment about the space between the notes is music and the space between thoughts is peace i like that i like that a lot and that's so, a big part of your playing too uh what when I'm like doing a prayer and you're playing in the background, just the way that you're playing pulls you into the next measure because of the space that you pull between the notes. That's, that's kind of the essence of your playing. You make, you make us fall into the prayer by the way we have to fall into the next measure. Right. Yeah. I think Kent is masterful at that. Yeah. I hate to, I hate to compliment him while we're doing this, but, (laughs) but he, but he is. And when you're praying, when him, just like a couple of weeks ago, I was doing, I was talking at the end and he comes in playing, drop me. Mm. I mean, it's just Mm. because just that, that feel that you get of, of prayer and, and, and how music is a prayer in itself is really beautiful. Really is. Enough of that. Tom, what do you think about this? Oh, music's okay. (laughs) Uh, I was I was thinking a lot about uh, what Jennifer and Kent have already said about it, and I think for me, <clears throat> I think music can evoke memory. Um, it definitely evokes emotion. I think a lot of actors, a lot of uh, painters, a lot of other artists use music to get themselves in a zone and to and to uh, create a feeling or an emotion that they want to take forward. Um, and so I think that's interesting how music sort of uh, is able to influence other art forms as well. And and I think for me, um, I love rehearsing. I've said this to everybody uh, at this table before, but rehearsing for me is just the most fun mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you stay in that creative space and, and you're just trying to make it better and you're just trying to get into the flow of the music and performance is the natural outcome of that but but rehearsing is is such a zen state for me and it's so fun and creative and you know the reason i'm here today with all of you is because i know we're gonna be able to laugh while we're here (laughs) i know that we're uh we have had so many connections in music that uh it 
it kind of transcends other friendships too. I think when you when you're able to create um, music together, I think it's uh, it's somehow more intimate than just a casual acquaintance or friendship. Yeah, and I, I feel that too. Like when we work on vocals, you know, when we we sit down and work on vocals together, and uh, in the rehearsal space, and you just get to a place like, oh, this is where it's going. This is yeah. where it needs to be. And we can just figure that out. And we all know it when it happens. And there's just a great feel to that. And, um, you know, another thing I was thinking about with music is the, the tribal aspect of music. Like when we go to see live music in a concert, like when you go to Red Rocks. I remember a couple of years ago seeing Van Morrison at Red Rocks. And it's just starting to get dark. And he, they were just playing like straight ahead rock music and you can feel this is tribal this is our yeah. tribe mm -hmm. together we all know where this music is going and we love going there you know and mm -hmm. it's just it's a beautiful thing and i think that's one of the things that we've really missed during the pandemic is live music and just being able to go out to a club or to go to a concert and just yeah. feel that kind of tribal connection with people that you don't know and yet you're dancing with them and yeah. and i love that part of it i love that and so what I just want to touch on the health thing. You know, how, how does music improve our health? I think, I think it's on a cellular level myself. I think our cells are dancing with the music. Just We're doing it mentally, but I think our whole body's involved. And you talked a little bit about that, too, the way it drops your whole body in and, and takes everything else away from it. It, it. it eliminates our internal dialogue for a few minutes, and, and all we've got is just that vibration going through us. Yeah, you get to step out of the negative thoughts that you've been that you've been reeling in for a while, you know, and just just taking that break of of being in your own head, as you're saying, taking that break and singing a song that brings in a happy feeling, a happy energy, singing that song that brings in a peaceful feeling, a peaceful energy. Your cells get to relax into that other and out of your head uh, for long enough that you get a break. Yeah. You get a break. If you yeah. do that often enough and long enough, you know, you do that for 15 minutes a day, I think that's great. If you're able to then take that 15 minutes and later in the day that, oh, that feeling that I had and think about that for three minutes, you can then, that's your touchstone. You can think about that and give your cells that break to feel, get out of your negative emotions, get into your happy place, get into those those warm, fuzzy feelings of peace, of serenity, of, of happiness, of um calm of joy of elation what you know fill in the blank whatever it is you're needing in that moment find that touchstone that you've been that you felt at some point in your life in music or that you felt earlier in the day in music you have that touchstone that you can bring into that moment to give yourself a break and then the more often you're able to do that the more you'll live and that will become your stasis that's the place where you live Right. So when we're listening to the radio on the way home, when you are you really listening to the radio on the way home? Or are you doing an internal dialogue about everything that happened in your day? Don't listen to that internal dialogue. Give yourself that moment to listen to the music. Be in the music as you're driving home. Listen to those. Have that experience on your way home to give yourself a break from 
all of the other. Yeah, I love that. Sometimes when I, you know you're driving along in your car and you just look over and somebody's just singing at the top of their lungs <laughs> in the car. Out, yeah. I just love that. You know what I mean? They're just going for it and and they're just blotting out their internal dialogue yeah. and just singing their butts off. You know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. And they're that. anchoring into a moment that they had 20 years ago. Speaking of music, that's not my phone. That's not my phone that. either. That's not my phone either. It's me, the guy oh who my the guy God. who no. the guy who Body wrote the song. This dude out of the guy who wrote the song. Turn off your cell phone. His cell phone is going <laughs> off right now. You know, and this is embarrassing. But then again, <laughs> this is why you hope that an editor would would cut this out of the thing. But he won't. He won't. He won't. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Because he's not getting paid enough Notice to it's edit it. Notice a melody that is uh, interrupting. <laughs> I wish I would have written that song because I'd be fortunate now. Yeah. So when you're singing your heart out in the song, right, in the car, in that moment, you have been transported back to a time before. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You, so the memory that Tom talked about, you know, it evokes memory. Um, it transports you back to exactly what we were talking about, yeah, you know. Yeah. It takes you out of the moment and it takes you to a time where you can't do anything but smile about the experience you had <laughs> when you learned that song by listening to it every day after school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or seeing it live at Red Rocks with Van Morrison singing it, you know. Whatever it takes you back to that moment, and I think music has it has the ability to do that more than more than anything, and I think that that's important to allow ourselves to go there. Yeah, definitely. Well, think about the song maybe that you had played at your wedding. Mm-hmm. Every time you hear that, no song, kidding, it can take you back, and it can you know it can just make you remember why you're still with that person. Yeah, you know. You fall in love all over again. No kidding. Just in that moment. So I I got a question. How did did you develop that thing of playing behind prayers? Just by doing it so much? At Mile High. I just don't know really what moment the lights turned on, but I I started doing that pretty early on, and, and one of our wonderful practitioners, Sadie, asked if I could accompany her on a cassette tape uh, of meditation music somewhere in the bowels of our basement, I hope I find that someday. But that was the first clue that, hey, this is something that's really um, maybe not only for me an ability, I always hope, but a a healing modality. So um, that that has just, I never think about, you know, if you think about it too much, yeah, the muse goes away. That's right. So you don't think about it. You just be. You be the music. You mm-hmm. don't perform the music. You are the music. At least that's from the creation standpoint. I had a question for you, Barry, and I know this may or may not be everybody's um, question, but I'm sure that people listening to this have an affinity for music. I've always wondered, what comes first with your songwriting, the lyrics or the music? Well, hopefully, I get, I I get a piece where the two are are linked together, really? like just just a hook of a piece of music that goes with a piece of word or a line, and then just start expanding it from there, and then that's kind of the seed that the song grows from, and it could be, it could be that it was a little bit of the chorus, or it could be. Uh, 
that it's the end of the song and I got to work backwards, but, or it could be just something in the middle, but it's just, it's a piece. It's a hook. It drops it, in. Wow. It drops in and it's like, yeah, I got to go somewhere with that. Wow. Yeah. Is there a song, Barry, that you've written that is, uh, that was healing in the moment? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, some of the, you know, some of the uh, deeper ones, you know, that I've written. I wrote one for uh, uh, Memorial. I had to do with Dr. Patty once, and they said, "Well, we'd like you to do Surely the Presence and something else." And I'm like, "Okay, fine." And then I went home and I went, "Wow, this is deep and dark. What something else uh, could I write?" And um, uh, Guardian Angel came up mm. and it just it just started writing itself and like so two days later I was singing beautiful. it in the graveyard you know what I mean oh, wow but it just it just wrote itself and it was so healing for me and so healing for the people I was singing it for and mm -hmm. I don't think I wrote it I just wrote it down it's so beautiful you know mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I know countless memorials have been blessed with that healing energy of that song yeah and and so uh yeah i don't take credit for it but it's just uh um you know it's something that comes through when we get out of the way you know all of us here are talking about how it feel how it feels to just get out of the way and let the music come through it's the same thing with writing music you know you get out of the way and the music comes from someplace else and i think even if we're not even if we're not performers if we just enjoy listening to music it gets us out of the way and brings us into the present moment connected with the past moment sometimes, but it, it turns down our internal dialogue that's always coming at us in the world. And I think that's that's the healing gift of music right there, hmm. is that it brings us into the present moment. And like classical music, you know, uh, that kind of comes and goes, but we're still listening to music that was performed hundreds of years ago, and symphonies are still performing music that was performed hundreds of years ago. And when you drop in, you see the power of it. You just you just feel the power of an orchestra playing that music, and uh, it's timeless. You know, it's mm -hmm. timeless. You know, and you're talking about Mozart. People are still listening to Mozart. You're walking out the end of a wedding, something from Mozart will come up, and it's <laughs> like, wow, man, man, that's powerful. You know, and mathematicians are still trying to look into uh, the the intricacies that right. make Mozart great. Right. We're know? trying to figure it out yeah. and chart and so it. It's not is, like that. The guy's, a, he must have been an alien. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, if you yeah. want to do the deep dive, check out the Mozart effect. And that's Don Campbell, the musicologist's research on how Mozart's music helps regulate the brain and can help. And their studies show that, you know, kids taking tests and, and just in like grade school kids, it forms their mind somehow to be more focused and that they do better on testing. This is just not like um, hooey. It's a proven fact that certain kinds of classical music can really elevate the learning experience. So there's a whole bunch of CDs out. Uh, remember that, you guys? CDs? You know what they are? <laughs> Coffee coasters now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, still, I still have plenty of them with my music on them. My <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all do. But it's interesting in our culture, we try something that's beautiful and godlike, like Mozart's music. We want to get the science of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's just that's just our it's nature. Us. Just breaking things down. You know, yeah. nature of it. But I think Mozart's music came from someplace else. Yeah. you know what I mean. And we, For and sure. it connects us to someplace else. And I think that that's that's what good music does. It just it just 
brings us to a, it brings us to a spiritual space, you know, and gets us gets us out of our heads. That's where we started. What Jennifer was saying is just our heads are so filled with not only facts but of anxieties and things that we're worried about, you know. And uh, music takes us to a different place from that, and that's healthy. That's healthy for us. Healthy for ourselves. Healthy for our whole our whole thing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. How so about we, how about everybody listening? Create your playlist. I have my barbecue uh, party <laughs> music. It's Keb Mo Blues. You know, everybody's got kind of music that they yeah. That just play with it. Have some fun thinking about what what music energizes, what calms me down. Different for each person, I'm sure. Yeah, and I love to hear that in in the, in the summertime. You know, I got a neighbor who, when he's out on the porch drinking a beer, will just play some music, and it's like. Yeah, this is good. This is good, you know. And I, I just like that that music that uh, that connects us. And uh, as I said before, I'm really looking forward to this spring and summer coming up. That live music's going to be back, and we're going to be we're going to be out there singing and dancing together outside. That's mm. good. No kidding. We have a song in our in our family that it doesn't matter if we're driving down the road or if it comes on the TV or if it's playing on the radio in the house or whatever it is, but the moment that song comes on, doesn't matter what you're doing, it doesn't matter what's on the stove, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of writing a sentence, it does not matter what you're doing, we have a family dance break. Oh, and everything wow. stops for the three minutes and 42 seconds <laughs> of that song, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. whole family just dances around, just oh. crazy dances around for three minutes. And the dog gets into it, everybody gets into it, and it's so fun. But, I mean, we'll be driving down the road, and it'll come on. And everybody's dancing in the car. <laughs> Dance break. And it's just so fun. You know, it's just one of those moments that I know years down the road, I mean, it's been happening for over a decade at this point. And years down the road, it's going to be one of those moments that'll just, oh boy, you know, it just That's fun to hear. Like, sucks you back in. So, so yeah. I'd love to know what the song is. Um, it's Michael Bublé's Everything. Really? I love that song. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's just so fun. Yeah, I'm going to put in a shameless plug here and just let everybody know that there's music uh, available from all of us, all four of us here, that's on the Mile High YouTube channel. So if right. you want to uh, uh, check that out, um, that's great. And we'll all be rich and famous, which is something I'm looking forward to. So, uh, all right. yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, coming in and kicking it around with me. And anybody that's listening, uh, make a playlist. Make a playlist to, to move you through your days and different moods that you're in. And music is a healing thing. And let's keep using it. Let's keep singing. Thank you all for being here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Thank you. Sure was fun. See you next time.